Baseball is back. Over 98 days in lockout. Three months. I think this deal could have been done two weeks ago. Um, and the players today said no to certain people. Eight people said no to what the owners proposed. I guess the players finally got it down to listen. If we keep going down this hole, we're literally never going to have baseball. Then, we're going to get to a point to where we literally cannot have 162. Right? So, I think this is why they said, hey, listen. We got a lot of stuff back. But we can't get everything. Now, I'm sure then in five years from now, they'll try to get back what they couldn't get back now then. But that, but that's fair, and I'm sure the owners will try to take stuff back that they gave up now. Um, the international draft, they have until the last week of July to figure that stuff out. Um, and if you don't follow her on Twitter, she's great, man. Jordan Shakelli. You know, she's a big Blue Jay fan, big sports fan on Twitter. And she's gotten viral for a lot of funny tweets. Her most famous one was a couple years ago about Bo Bichette. Um, but she re she tweeted international draft and on the bottom was international love. And that's a famous song by Pitbull, aka Mr. Three O Five. So she said, Pitbull, can you say baseball? And I forget exactly what he says, but, like, I think he said she knows it's a hit. And in the music video, if you watch this, the music video, International Love, he mentions baseball, and he does a swing, and, he's, and he says how he hit a home run. Um, so, it's, it's just all interesting, but... She she's a great follow on Twitter, so go go follow her. I hope I said the last name right. It starts with the Ace. Noah C. So the way you read it, it kinda I hope it sounds like that. If I'm wrong, I, I am definitely am sorry. But baseball is back and they say opening day is April seventh, but I literally do not know how opening day is April seventh. Now, they say players have three days to report, right? So that means they have to be reported by the 13th. They say spring training starts the 18th through the 20th. Let's just say it starts the 18th. How the calendar works, okay? The week of the 21st? No, no, no. The week of the 25th. That ends week one. That's how the calendar works, okay? So, April 1st ends week 2. April 8th ends week 3. April 15th ends week 4. So, opening day by 4 weeks of baseball. Is should be the week of the 18th. So probably like. Either the 18th or like 18th through 21st right. 
And then in that in that situation, the first game should be Jackie Robinson Day, since we're past April fifteenth. So the only way I guess they can make it work. Normally there's days off in spring training. So I guess if they go consecutive days, maybe they can make it work. But even then, I still think that's pushing it. So I guess the way they see it as we can't change the calendar. We can't bring back days back. We can't. So I guess this is the best way for them to do it. But, so, realistically, I'm right. Like, like calendar-wise, I'm right. But, if open day really is April 7th, and not the week of the 18th, that way I'm wrong. But, calendar-wise and factually, I don't know how they're going to do about it. And then, even if they're doing consecutive days, you can't change facts. You can't push four weeks of spring training into 20 days. That's not how the numbers work. Because that's that's in the middle of the third week. So, I do think pitchers will get hurt. And, I get it. You The players want to play. But, if you're rushing this thing, and players are going to get hurt, you're not seeing very good baseball either. So, do it right. And do real baseball. Baseball is back. Um, we, you know, as, as a fan, I'm pretty excited. Um, it took 99 days, but we finally got to this point. Here's the thing. Are you negotiating? And I can speak from experience of dealing with negotiations in my personal life. You have to know that you're not going to get everything you want. You got to give a little, and you got to make sure that certain things you want, you get. Little things that, you, that you're able to sacrifice, that's cool. And what the player, what all the players realize is that, listen, we want to play ball. We don't care. And it's ironic that the people that vote this down actually are eight, are, are five of the eight people that vote this down, like a Serger, like a Cole, are agents of Scott Boris. Scott Boris basically wants that luxury threshold to go away. Well, guess what? What, what have we been saying, Nick? When the players introduced that 10 years ago, they screwed up. They screwed up. They're not getting that back. They should have never said that. Now, they're not giving it back. That's how it is. I think Boris wants those thresholds over, away. He wants, he wanted the, the players to crush the owners, but that's not what happened. I think this is a fair deal for both sides. Both sides gave. The owners, the small market owners actually caved and gave a little, and which helped. And the players gave them a little bit too. The international draft will be discussed. And most likely we're going to have an international draft in 2024. The shift will be banned next year. Um, the, the, the pitch clock will be in next year. Universal DH, thank the Lord. I do not need to see Garrett Cole hit, to hit a baseball. I'm, I'm good off that. Thank you. So, and we have a 12-team playoff. We got a 12-team playoff. That means the top two teams that win their division, they get a bye. They get an automatic bye into the divisional round. I think the wild card is going to be a best of three, if I'm not mistaken. I'm not sure about the parameters and the details, but I think it's going to be a best of three. 
which is which means it's imperative that the top two teams win their division. But my fear is that now that you have expanded the playoffs, guess what How and How's going to do? He can be like, well, you know what? We could. We're going to make the playoffs. And let's be honest, the Yankees are going to probably make the playoffs. You're probably going to get three. You're probably going to get three or four teams making the playoffs coming from the AL East. You're probably going to get the Yankees. You're probably going to get Boston. You're going to get Tampa. And you're going to get Toronto. That's pretty much how it is. And the Yankees are going to be like, hey, well, listen, it's the playoffs, the crapshoot. You know, whatever happens, happens. And then you got the guys like Steve Cohen, where Steve Cohen don't give a damn about the threshold. So he's going to spend, spend, spend. So, again, it's a great day for baseball. Glad we got the lockout situated. Um, there's an initial reports that uh, Freddie Freeman is deciding between the Yankees and the Braves with the Dodgers looming in. So, it, so get ready. This coming week, these next few days, free agency is going to be wild. Get ready for the wild, wild west, guys. Also, I counted the days out. Starting from the 18th to the 6th, it's 20 days. That's what they're getting. That is what they're getting. So even if you do split squad every day, right? Batters will probably be good with 25 to 30 at-bats. Okay? But pitchers need 6 to 8 weeks for a reason. So 20 days, again, that's 2 and a half weeks, man. I'm telling you. It's wrong, and I don't know how they can get ready. So, if you add the spring training, I guess it's a total of like 24, 25 days. And maybe most of the players will drop everything and come tomorrow, right? Get their wives or girlfriends to do the rest, right? Maybe they started leaving tonight. I don't know. Because this thing was wrapped around 5 o'clock. Officially at 6, but... We, we all heard about this around 4, 35 o'clock. So, I don't know, but it seems like it's a rush, and I don't think it's a good thing. Um, I get what you're saying. I think the ultimate thing is, is that they, they're dead set on playing 162. I, I do think the, the injuries are going to are gonna start because, again, you're going to have to start ramping up and ramping up. So, you're probably at best gonna see sloppy baseball for a month and a half that's most likely a month and a half you're gonna see very sloppy baseball and i get what you're saying nick i totally get it but i think the players really and the owners really want that 162 they really want that badly so ultimately yeah um, but with double headers though if 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 the last 15 days of baseball or the last 20 days of baseball or, or even the last month of baseball, if you did in double headers, you're still getting in the 162. Oh, and the Brooklyn Nets defeated the Philadelphia 76ers. Let's go. Yes, they did. They, the Brooklyn Nets came out as gangbusters. They're up 40 to 21 at one point in the first quarter, and they just kept dominating and dominating from start. To finish, you know, Kevin Durant with another KD game. He got 25 points. Kyrie got 22. Your boy, 
the guy, the other guy that came from Philly, Seth Curry, you know, you know, little brother of Steph, got 24 points. Andre Drummond got seven, seven, Bruce Brown with 11, and Johnson, my man, James Johnson off the bench got 16 points. So, hey, the New Brooklyn Nets did what they did. They they came into Philly and waxed that butt and waxed that butt, and the Nets are now in the eighth spot. They're two games up on the eighth spot. They would play Toronto in the in game. And here's the problem with that. In order to play in Toronto, you have to be vaccinated. So Kyrie, so Kyrie wouldn't be able to play because Canada States, which also affects baseball, if you are unvaccinated, you cannot travel to Canada. Mm. Yeah, so if so, if any Yankee player is vaccinated, they cannot go to Toronto. Wow. Yeah, so if you're unvaccinated, you can't travel. If you're vaccinated, you're able to travel to Canada. So that also affects Kyrie in basketball. So he will not be able to he will not be able to play in that playing series because it's going to be in Toronto, and they have not lifted their their mandate. So that that will affect them. But ultimately, ultimately, Ben Ben Simmons got booed. They were they were Ben, you suck chance. They were heckling him at the hotel room. They were heckling him at the team bus. They were booing the crap out of him at the arena. But guess what? His team won. So he, I guess, he got the last laugh, right? Uh, no, because he just he just didn't play. Now, if he if they meet in the playoffs. And even if he has a bad night, but let's just say he's six for six on the line, something he cannot do, right? Or he just goes ham, drops 40, 50 plus points, and Nets beat the Sixers, whether Harden plays great or not, then Ben Simmons will own Philadelphia. This is true. This is true. So, very interesting. But also, the NFL is still king. The NFL is king. First, Nick's favorite guy, his guy, Aaron Rodgers, is back with Green Bay. Fuck off, little shit. Number two, Russell Wilson has been traded from Seattle to Denver. For two firsts, two seconds, a third, and a fifth. And they send back Drew Locke, Shelby Harris, Noah Fant, and the fourth round pick. So Denver ultimately got better. They have a quarterback. They have a decent offensive line. They got weapons, and they still have a good defense. And they're interesting in bringing back Von Miller. So do I think Denver wins the AFC West? Uh, I wouldn't go that far yet. But are they a favorite to make the playoffs? Absolutely. So they are one of the teams to look out for in the AFC. That AFC West, man, Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert, and now Russell Wilson in that division with Derek Carr makes makes that AFC West. The AFC West is now the best division in football. Uh, no. No. I gave you three elite quarterbacks, and Derek Carr, who led his team to the postseason, 
That's the best division of football. What, like, what division is better than the AFC West right now? Uh, so. <laughs> what do you mean, so? It's the best division in football. No, it's not. It's right. Right now, it is. Right no, now, it's the best. It's you got three. You got. You got three of the top ten quarterbacks in one division. Come on. That doesn't make it elite. And only one of them, only one of them are really good. And lately, he's choked in the biggest spots. So let's let's pump the brakes. Two of them won championships. One is the sitting quarterback. Wow. And Derek, Wow. And Derek Carr is a is a pretty pretty good quarterback. So how uh how did he do in that playoff game, Chief? <laughs> it's a team effort, man. He played he did his part. Oh, team oh, 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 So you want to base the AFC West off the best division of football because of the quarterbacks, but when yes. when I talk about a playoff now, you want to say it's a team effort. You know what, man? Go fuck all the way off, you little hip, you little hypocritical fuck. It's right. It's right now. They have the best quarterbacks in the division. No, no, no. You can't pick and choose, homie. You can't say that when it comes to that, and then say something else when it comes to something else. Nah. Well, well, they are. Nope. It's it's a it's gonna be very very it's gonna be very very interesting. And then on top of that, you got Khalil Mack gets traded to L.A. The Chargers. That I didn't know. Tell me. So, according according to the great Adam Schefter, Khalil Mack has been traded from from the Chicago Bears to the LA to, to the LA Rams for a second, a third, and a fourth. Wow. Yeah. So now Khalil Mack, and and you have dumb Joey Bosa. So what are you, what are your thoughts on that trade? I say that's a lot of people trying to rush at the quarterback. Um, but the Chargers aren't a great team. And let's be honest. Justin Herbert, so far, looks like a pretty good quarterback. Okay? But it's more flashes, though. You know? And... Let's just take the last game of this season, right? A lot of that game, he sucked. He really sucked a lot of that game. Now, he threw major touchdowns. He had major moments. And and ultimately, the coach lost that game because he took a timeout, allowing the Raiders to go kick that field goal. But he wasn't in the game he had to win. And do something. He wasn't great. Um, sometimes his decisions of holding to the ball or throwing away sucks. You know, same like Carson Wentz. Throws a lot of picks. So, I mean, with if if you take out right, let's let's assume Tom Brady don't come back and he stays retired. You know. He's on the bottom half of the 10. Um, but we got to see more. You know, just like how I got on people for anointing Patrick Mahomes so early. 
You gotta do the same with Herbert. You have to. You have to. And Russell Wilson, he's he's gonna make the Broncos, right? Some people are basing off last year's Broncos that that they're gonna make the playoffs this year. It's not a guarantee. It's not. Who knows how Judy's gonna bounce back? Who knows how that line's gonna hold? Russell Wilson's getting older. Eventually, the speed is gonna take on, you know. So, anyone who claims the Broncos are gonna get eight, nine, ten plus wins and go to the playoffs, run for a Super Bowl, it's, you're, you're talking out of the ass. Anyone that claims that Bosa and Mack are gonna get 20 plus sacks each combined and Chargers get 12, 13 plus wins and lead them to a Super Bowl. You're talking out of your ass. You just you're just overhyping your team. You know it's it's one thing to like your team, and it's one thing to think your team's gonna be good. But you also gotta have real expectations, and it's too early to tell. Even with all the Chiefs fans, like stop thinking the Chiefs are just gonna be going to the Super Bowl next year. Like relax. Um. So and yes, this is me saying this when. I did all that with the Patriots, but it was right more than wrong. The, in, in the years the Patriots were really great, if they were not in the Super Bowl, they were in a title game. So they literally came within a chance every single year of going to the Super Bowl and competing for a Super Bowl. So I got lucky. I got right on those terms, right? But it's realistically and factually impossible to truly hope that. Even for a Chiefs fan, even for a Rams fan, and you're just and your team just won the Super Bowl, but the Rams they may be favored to go back next year, but it's not a guarantee. You know, it helps that the Goats retired right now and gone. But what if he comes back? What if he pulls a Gronk? What if he says, "Listen, Tampa, I'm done with you, bro. Trade me to San Francisco, get something, or I stay retired." And then the Forty ers will also get Gronk. How are how would people stop George Kittle and Rob Gronkowski? Now we all know the answer, right? The answer is double team Kittle, right? But then what happens? Godzilla is alone ranting on the city. You're gonna have Gronk wide open in the middle. Brady can chunk that all day. Right? And what if you decide to double Gronk? Then you have a faster Godzilla ranting on the field all day. Now, of course, that's all hypothetical. That all depends if if Brady wants to, wants to unretire. But the reason why I think that's a possibility, in his first week, he was already discussing, you never know what happens in my future. So... If you just retire and you're already thinking, normally that's three, four weeks, two months after that, people start thinking about the six months after they they think about what's next. But so, so that's why it's a possibility. So we gotta let us see play out. Now, if Tom Brady stays retired and he does not come back, you know what? Then then Rams are probably definitely going to the title game, right? And Let's let's see what happens. Let's see who they play. 
to try to go back to the Super Bowl. But the Chiefs, listen, they got to go at a way next year to where, you know what, play 100 from the jump. No more trying to slow up and no more trying to stick with the same game plan. If something's not working, switch it up. If something's working, maybe still switch it up. Save that for later. Don't just... So, that's the problem with Mahomes, man. He gets to... I think he's... I think he knows he has the God-given ability, right? So, he slacks on that. If anyone really watches Mahomes' plays, he's like that really talented high school kid who plays up. You know, he's he's in he's in the sixth grade, but he's so goddamn good. He plays with the eighth graders. But now people are trying to get him to play with juniors five years up and now he sucks. He's striking out all the time, he can't fill his position, and they're treating him like shit now. So maybe so maybe that's Mahomes. And maybe I'm wrong, but just just by how the Super Bowl went two years ago and how this his title game went, it's he loses it a little bit. There's a lot of things you just said. Okay, Brady, I don't want you back. You can stay retired. Go eat your avocado toast. Later. Go hang out with your go hang out with your wife. Go spend time with your kids. Go be go be go be the house dad that Giselle always wants. Nobody wants you back. I don't want you back. Half the people don't want you back. No one cares. No no one cares. We don't care about you. Go away. You too, Grump. Go away. How o- how awesome would that be care. though? How awesome would that be though? George no. Kittle or Rob Gronkowski just ranting on the field. Think about it. How would you stop that? Just, just talk about it. Talk about it for a minute. Give me an plus, plus trying to stop Debo Samuel. Think about how legit that 49ers offense would be. Look, in all seriousness, to talk about this, that offense would be scary good. You got Debo Samuels. You got that. Uh, you got that Jennings kid. You got the two tight ends. And already have a good defense. That offense alone would be scary, and and that offensive line is pretty good out in San Francisco. And I'm sure, like this time, Shanahan will not get in Brady's way because Brady will tell Shanahan, "Shut the f up. I'm I know what I'm doing." I think that would be very scary. I would think the Four Nines would be the overwhelming favorites, you know. But what's what's that say about Trey Lance though? Because you don't trade. Same with Jordan Love. They dumb, bro. <laughs> like, like that would that that would be very damning because you you trade up a lot of draft capital to get Trey Lance because you believe in his potential. That would mean that you don't think he's that good. You got to call. Listen, he's the goat, but he also but let, let's put it into context. He's the goat, but he's also forty three years old. You're gonna call him forty three year old man. Because you're um, this, all, this August he turns forty five. Get it right. Sorry, forty four. Whatever. He's in his forties. You're gonna call him, who's basically close to fifty, out of retirement because you don't believe in the quarterback that you drafted. That's not a good look on on John Lynch. 
that would be scary. But to go all of that, I do think it makes for a very interesting season. I'm not saying Denver is the favorite, but it makes them interesting. You all, when you have Mahomes, you're always good. Buffalo's a team to keep an eye on. You know, Cincinnati's still good with Joe Burrow. So the, this book, the NFC is loaded. I don't know who's going to win. This is the first time where I cannot definitively say the Chiefs are going to, to go to the, the title game because, honestly, I don't know. I really don't know. I'm very excited. But if you also look at that, um, Deshaun Watson, he's going to a grand jury on Friday. So they're going to find out about what's going to happen with him and these allegations, if they're going to still be civil or criminal between the 22 women accusing him. You got that. You got Peter's team, the Washington Commanders. Um, they traded a second and a third and a fifth for Carson Wentz. So they ultimately makes them the second best team in that division behind the Dallas Cowboys, even though they're going to release Amari Cooper and, re- and release Demarcus Lawrence. So I guess good for Peter, I guess, but Peter, but Peter doesn't seem thrilled about it. So Peter's not really happy about it because Carson Wentz is pretty much overrated. You got that. So, this is a lot of things happening. And, of course, you know, big shout-out to the Knicks winning three straight games. So, got to gotta plug that in there. Thank you, Knicks winning three straight games. You know, good job for that. No so, one God, no so. one cares about the Knicks. That does not need to be mentioned. Because even if they get into the plane, they're not getting past Blint. They're not winning two games, man. They are not winning two games. And let's just say hell freezes over. And they go back-to-back years of making the playoffs. Getting past that phony bullshit. They're not winning an NBA championship. So you're just wasting a spot for someone more deserving. And then it's just another week of hearing that ridiculous, that ridiculous phrase. And... I don't want another week of seeing you and all these other idiot Nick fans happy. No one needs to see that. No one wants to see that. It's a waste of space. Um, but this is not Nick's talk. We have serious baseball news and football news, and the Nets winning. And you want to talk? Want to mention the Knicks, even if it's for thirty seconds? It's a waste of space. All right. So can you stop? It's worth it. They're gonna they're, they're gonna make the play. Let's go. Anyways, um, but yes, though, like it's it's crazy what's been happening these past few hours. But it's funny because when baseball was trying to get the deal, the NFL overshadows. Now baseball got a deal. Everyone's happy. But now, big picture, where does Freddie Freeman play? Where does Carlos Correa play? Where does Trevor Story play? Say it again. Where does Freeman, Story, and Correa ultimately line up? Those are the three big fish left. Uh, well, Twitter said Braves or Yankees, but I say Dodgers. Um, Correa, I don't think he's gonna come here. I I truly don't. So I don't know where he would go. Um, Story. If you're not going to get Correa, you might as well try for story, I guess. Um, but if you're not getting Carlos Correa or Freddie Freeman, then you better trade for Matt Olsen. Then. You can't go into the season with Luke Voigt. So, I don't know. 
I think Freeman goes to the Dodgers as well. Correa, yeah, I I don't think Correa's coming to the Yankees either. Um, I don't know where he ends up, but it, it doesn't feel like it. Story, why not? I mean, apparently from what Jack Curry said, the Yankees could go um, stopgap shortstop so they could be in the Alton Simmons three shakes. And if they get Alton Simmons, the Yankees are not serious about winning. Because the Yankees are going to be on that prospect. But we like Peraza and we like Volpe that much better when you have like a gluttony of shortstop prospect. You just signed, you recently just signed an international prospect for the high, for like the highest paid after you signed Dominguez. So, and all of a sudden you're going to trust on your prospect. It's, it's, the Yankees are not serious about winning. And I will say this. If the Yankees ultimately sign a shop gap and they don't, and they have, and Luke Voigt is on this roster opening day, you will not see me go to a lot of Yankee games. Sorry. You're not going to see me go to a lot of Yankee games. I'll root for the team. The Yankees are my team. But don't expect me to go to a lot of Yankee games this season. But James, you're not a real fan, man. Why wouldn't you go see your Yankees? Nope. Sorry. I said what I said. If you don't like it, sue me. You're, you know, random Twitter account one two three seven. You know what? I will sue you. I'll sue you for a thousand doll hairs. Yeah. Good luck with that, Chief. <laughs> okay, fake fan. Okay, Twitter user four five seven nine. Oh, that was great. Um. But all all choking side, I'm super glad that baseball's back. And uh listen, this thing gone long enough. Hopefully this never happens again. Hopefully the PA and owners can just say, hey, listen, we we put the fans through a lot and the Yankees tweeted out three hours ago hello there with a little video. And, of course, people are probably liking that up. Who cares? Um, and all accounts are tweeting up stuff. You know, there was one account. It was the Blue Jays. They did the best one. And, and if it wasn't the Blue Jays and it was another team, then I apologize. But I think it was the Blue Jays. They put the Blue Jays logo in the sky. And with the light, it was like Batman. That was dope. Um, so, teams, teams are getting creative, Florida, Arizona, they're about to get games, and if you're going to spring training, have fun, be safe, and Ron Manfred says the 2023 schedule will be more balanced, teams will play at least one series against every opponent in both leagues, so that means I think we're getting very close to less interleague play, if that's going to happen. But the baseball season is back. And just real quick on this international draft stuff. Yes, I I hear the exploiting 16-year-old Dominicans and minorities. And that's probably true. Um, but what about the people who exploit them? They're countrymen. Like, like, like the whole Ta- Fernando Tatis thing. He received money to start him up, and people kept an eye on him to make sure no one hurt him, so that when he sends a big contract, 
they get a percentage of that contract. The same thing was rumored with Puig. I'm sure it happened with the Hernandez brothers. I'm I'm sure it happened with any other minority that came here. Or the ones that people thought that was really great. So, that's them getting exploited anyway. So, at least this way, no MLB team is going to potentially kill one of these 16-year-olds. And also, how fucked up is it that Hideki Matsui, Ichiro Suzuki, now Seiya Suzuki, he's going to come here, get 20, 30, 40, 50 plus million dollars, never play in the minors. He's going to come straight to a major league. How fair is that? So, never, so the draft, I think it's good, and it's the, it's, now, it may be less money than international bonus pool money. So, so like, Gary Sanchez got $5 million. Jason Dominguez got $5 million. So, maybe these players won't get that. So, if it's like that, that sucks. Then the international draft sucks. But, if it's not like that, and they get the same amount of top dollar money that now draftees get, like, the number one pick and stuff like that, like how the NFL does it, then that's cool. <coughs> yeah, I don't know much about the international signing as well. I do that. I, I do see exportation. But ultimately, it comes to, to country people. That's how it is. That's right. That's the best way to... That's the best way for us.